I'd yeah. fuck you. I'd fuck you hard. <laughs> this is this is podcast that we haven't really discussed really. It's I called it's called Two Girls One Reality. Oh my god, that's such a good name! Isn't it? Thank you. Oh, have you I, just come up with that? I came now? up with it earlier. Oh, okay. Yeah. You've done your homework. Didn't I? And basically, what it is, is we're two <coughs> girls and we're talking about reality TV shows. This first series is all about Made in Chelsea from the beginning, and which is set in Chelsea in London, and The Hills, which is set in LA. Yeah, it is. LA. You were questioning that, were yeah, you? Yeah, it was, yeah. It, it is, is definitely LA. LA. Yeah. Um, and we're going to discuss them. Yeah, we're going to go, like, episode by episode. And yeah. We're going to kind of do, like, a comparison, maybe. A little bit of comparison. A who's little bit. Better. Who's better. What we've learned. What we think about their fashion what choices. What we've learned. What we've learned. <laughs> yeah, because each one will learn something more yeah, about their, life. Their fashion. Fashion? Like, what they pick. But the thing is, is because we're starting from the beginning, their fashion will all automatically look slightly dated. So, yeah, what we're talking about is Made in Chelsea, Series 1, se- Episode 1. Yeah. So, they, it comes to Raffles Nightclub, which I think is a stupid name. It's a really famous it. nightclub, though. Is it? Yeah, really famous. I've never heard of it. People like Kate Moss and stuff go there. But Raffles is just, like... It just sounds really common, like... Sounds like a name. dog. <coughs> anyway, Craggy is a stupid name. Caggy. It's Craggy, isn't it? It's Caggy. Is it? Yeah. I couldn't understand a word they were saying. Caggy and Millie. Yeah, Millie, Caggy. And then what's that girl called? Oh, Amber. I hate Amber. Oh my god, I liked Amber. No! I did, I'm really sorry. But she seemed really normal. Like, she seemed, I'm not taking this shit. No, she she said <coughs> Amber and her friend, who's that, Millie? Rosie. Rosie. Rosie, who looks like an alien, then read they both online. both look like aliens. She looks Amber like, looks she's, 12. She looks like she's got a dinner plate for a face. <laughs> they've got a dinner plate and they've covered it in flesh. She's repulsive. What's the club called? Ruffles. Raffles. Yeah, Raffles, where they've hired it out for Amber to have a launch of her jewellery collection. <laughs> the 12-year-old girl. Yeah, the 12-year-old the it girl is, yeah, is going to have that. So Cheska has gone with her friend Binky to write a blog piece on it. Oh, she says, my first girl about town blog. Yeah, and she's very nervous. We are going to Amber Atherton's jewellery launch. Who's Amber Atherton again? Amber is this 19-year-old socialite who has a jewellery website. Oh. It's going to be... Yeah. Loads of high profilers, loads of celebrities. Plus, it's my first girl about town blog, of so it's course. really important. Really oh, important. We are going to have so much fun. I know. No, babe, it's going to be amazing. But she's you very, like her, don't you? Because she's very earnest and she's trying and she doesn't think this is actually really shit. Because it is shit. I wouldn't even be bothered to write a blog post about it. I, I hate think she just blogs. wants to be in... Sex in the city. Yeah, and she just she needs just something wants something to do. do. Yeah, like we all do. Really, we all just need something <laughs> well, to do. Well, sitting on all that money, what can I do? Do a blog post. Do a blog. And then they they go, <clears throat> they interview. She has photographers there, and then afterwards, Rosie and Dinner Plate Face <laughs> Amber Amber look up what she'd written online, and Amber oh, and Rosie cool. say. I've read um, Cheska's blog, Girl About Town, and they pour, scor- they pour scorn on it, calling them fashionistas and it girls is an offensive term. 
That's what they say. No, it's no, don't say that. You're like, it's so offensive. I know, I find it really offensive. Probably not as offensive as you do. Because I think it's the wording that I find more funny. Mm. But, but I think I most people who read that are going to just know that that's the kind of vibe yeah. that they get. Yeah, about. like the Carrie Bradshaw-esque yeah. Sex and the City writer. <laughs> Oh, yeah. How many people actually read this? Yeah, exactly. I'm um, thinking it's quite small. Oh, I'm really excited. We have to go. I do kind of understand that, oh, they don't want to be categorised as a socialite. But that's what they are. They've hired out a club. Her parents have bankrolled this stupid fucking jewellery you don't even fucking see. And all of them, as the series yeah, go on... Yeah, that's a good point. She's not wearing any jewellery no. in the nightclub where she's trying to sell her jewellery. It's just it's not about selling. It was an intimate okay. affair. And you think, what, all the extras that are there? It's good to see you. It's actually so much coming. What a great crowd. Thank okay. you very much. Yeah, I know. She's not the only entrepreneur around here, Hope Francis. Uh -huh. <laughs> exactly. How's, how's it going, is it? Yeah, really good. People are trying on the jewellery. How many Kagi Dunlops coming? Kagi is indeed on the list. Yeah, I look forward to seeing Will it. you be playing that card? Playing that card. And can I also add, the bouncers that they have is a, a long-haired white man. Can He's I... not white. Is he not? No. Oh, he's just a bit... He's like part, part Asian. Oh, right. And he's I actually... Exotic. He's my, my favourite character. Yeah. Really? Foreign. <laughs> Ollie. He's called Ollie. Is he called Ollie? And he is brilliant. I love him. I do actually quite like him, yeah. No, As I time goes that. on, and he's, he's, in the, he's in the newest series, he left for a bit and he's in the newest series, I he's really genuine and self-deprecating and funny and genuine I and I don't kind. think he's genuine, though. I don't think he's honest because I thought he was gay... And then he declares, oh, I'm going for a date. Yeah. And I was like, oh, what his boyfriend looks like. Yeah. And then it turns to, like, this girl sitting across from him going, I would give the world to you. Mm. Are you happy? Am I happy with what? Me. Well, of course I am. Yeah? Why don't you say that? I just want to make sure. Because, you know, I adore you. And I just want you to know that I... I would give you everything in the whole entire world. How do you feel about me? Uh, uh, I, I, I like you a lot. You're a wonderful, wonderful person. Thank you, babe. Um, those eyelashes look exceptional. Your what? eyelashes look extraordinary. Yeah. When we turned up on this date, <laughs> And says, I'm not happy. And she goes, why? And she, my hair used yeah. to be phenomenal. And my skin looks awful. And I and wake up with static. He's really nice. Because the thing is, with them two, is it kind of becomes more and you see it. And he actually is bi. It does. I thought the flame was getting extinguished. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Why is our candle gone out, by the way? It's really upsetting me. I didn't know he had a candle on. I think there was a candle and now it's out. Useless. Actually, it's not metaphorical of the relationship. Thanks, Beth. <laughs> no, but he's nice. I like. I just like. Yeah, I just like him. The fact he takes the piss out of himself. Yeah. He, yeah. He's, he's a nice character. Humor. It's really hard to to like really very few of the characters in that show. Spencer is an absolute scumbag. Yeah. And, and if he, he got burned to death when he was talking to his friend. The most important thing is to be reasonable. Like, you have a girlfriend, you have to respect that, and you have to respect her. I wouldn't sleep with anyone other than my girlfriend at the moment. Do you want to, like, clap on the back for that? Well done. Well, no, I just... You wouldn't I'm cheat just, on your girlfriend. I'm just, I'm I'm just so proud of you. As the series go on, you will actually call for um, 
public executions to come back <laughs> because Gary used to never really watch the show, always took the piss out of me for watching it. Yeah. And he's physically left the room because Spencer's made him so angry. I'm it. I thought I'd been naughty. So do you actually think you're going to seal the deal with Maggie? You obviously clearly like her, and I've seen you around so many girls. I would be surprised if at some point in our lives, Kagi and I did not come. Manipulative and cruel and yet horrible, and girls consistently sleep with him. And you just think, why? You look like a fat pug. He's like, and he turns up at the nightclub wearing a suit with a tie and a yeah. shirt. Why would you ever go to a club, a nightclub, in a suit with but black hair? But they were wearing hair. fur. Both Kaggy yep. and Millie, Millie like turned up both wearing matching fur. Like, who wears fur to a club? Yeah, the fur maybe, but a, really? a suit. Yeah, no, I absolutely hate Spencer. And if he got murdered, I would love it. I would genuinely love it. We are left hating everyone except Ollie, Chesco and Binky. We want Spencer to sleep with Kaggy just so she shuts up talking about it the <laughs> oh, whole, stop singing the about whole it. time. Did you, did you see the song? In, while I was watching, it cuts off so you yeah. can't see her singing the song. Well, Why have they done that? They, I don't know if in another episode she does another gig, but she sings songs, other people's pop songs. So oh, she will sing like a Michael original. Yeah, she'll sing like a Michael Jackson song. So she can't play the guitar, she hires someone, and she can't write her own song, she just and Millie will basically fuck anything. She would fuck Craggy. She would she'd fuck anything. I can like, imagine you talking. Craggy is a shit friend though. Like she goes does a gig and all her friends like come and support her. And then Spencer's you know, he walks late. in late and he's like, Do you wanna get something to eat? And she's like, Yeah. And then mm. she leaves, like, five minutes after a gig. Yeah. So who would do that? He's got a girlfriend as well. He's got a really nice girlfriend, the Brazilian. That she's everyone, got the weirdest calls... face, though. Yeah, she's got a really small head. And her skin is so tight. Yeah. Like, if she smiled, it would burst. It's abnormal. Now, eyebrows are so perfect. She's a model, isn't she? She's a dancer as well. Oh, a dancer. And later on... Oh, you do see you get her, to see a dance? You see her do a dance routine, and she's all right. Her body is amazing. <laughs> Does she do it behind Kagi when she sings? Yeah, just like that. I liked Spencer's girlfriend because she was really honest with him. Like when he didn't mention that he was going to see Kagi's gig and like she questioned him and he eventually told her. She was like, why didn't you tell me? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not a massive deal, but like we could have gone together. And I just thought that's, that's nice how she was honest. Yeah, she's reasonable. But he turns it around on her and... Yeah, he does the whole, the whole classic thing of you're making this into a big deal to imply that she's mental, so she'll shut yeah. up and really go on our side. And then he goes for a run with his mate and he said if she'd have gone out for dinner with one of her male friends who wasn't gay, I would have hated it. And you're just like, so you know exactly what you're doing. This is like the beginning. This is like one hundredth of how evil this man is. Oh, no. Well, they have to have an evil man, don't they? He's, like, pure... He, like, Hitler looks, like, unbelievably good compared to this man. He's so horrible. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, I know. It's You're a bit of a reach. Him yeah. Hitler. Or Mao. He's, yeah. Jesus. He's fucking horrible. But if I ever see him in a nightclub in Chelsea, I'll definitely fuck him. Sorry. Really? Just so I can say I've done it. And only up the arse. Yeah. After I've done the shit and not wiped. <laughs> yeah. Despite. This is payback. 
payback for what? what? I don't he's know. He's fucking you. Yeah. His payback. But he's got pill on him. No, I don't think he would mind. I think anyone well, would. Actually, he probably would. Yeah. Unless he's into scatting. He might be. I hope not. I don't know. He's, he's a posh a scat boy. Man. Yeah. He's into scat. Be Oh, I like this quote. Get out of these wet clothes and into a dry martini. martini. <laughs> yeah. See, I don't mind. That's uh, what's he called? Frederick. Frederick, and then who's what's oh the, the long-haired dude? I can't remember his name. No, but he's he called Frederick. Freaks me. Is he? Yeah, that's the long-haired Frederick, guy. Yeah. He freaks me out. His face. Just, I just think he looks like a troll. Called, I can't believe he's a model. He does look like a troll. Yeah, if you shave all that hair off, yeah. he would look like a troll. But that's true for so many people. Good hair. Yeah. I don't mind him as it goes on, because he just kind of takes oh, the no, piss and he's not really that. Me out. Does he creep you he out? He really creeps me his out. Face with his, is hair. In, his face is incredibly symmetrical. Mm. You see a lot of him working out. As the series go on, he just works out more and more and more. Oh, because he's turning up his arms because he but got just, a compliment yeah. from him. But just from by himself. By no, himself, me. whilst there's a camera crew. So just be doing like sit-ups, and they'll be in just front a of the mirror. Crew. Yeah, yeah. He's basically Patrick Bateman from American Psycho. Yeah, he is. Well, they all are. They're all slightly sociopathic, mm. and as the series goes on, they're all um, they all just fuck each other. You'll be in a room, and it will be like, oh, he slept with everyone there. You're diving it away again. Well, it's obvious, isn't it? No. Well, well, I'm sorry, but it's disgusting. It's a fuck. Oh, Charles Dickens wrote Winnie the Pooh. That's a fact. That is a <laughs> yeah, fact. Yeah, it is a fact. Who wrote Winnie the Pooh? Charles Dickens. How the hell do I not know that? That's Charles all. Dickens, isn't it? Uh, Charles Dickens? Yeah, he wrote Winnie... No, that was... I don't know who wrote Winnie the Pooh. Charles Dickens? Winnie the Pooh? <laughs> Wait, Charles Dickens wrote Victorian books like Pride and Prejudice. No, no. Charles Dickens wrote Great Expectations. Yeah. Absolutely, oh, actually, yeah. See, I am actually quite good. Oliver Twist. Oliver yeah, Twist and really. all the Royal Dark. Carol. Fucking Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> Royal Dark. Royal Dark didn't write Winnie the Pooh. Right? He wrote the FG. I still don't actually know who wrote Winnie the Pooh though. No, I don't. No, it's I don't. quite sad, isn't it? But I don't really like Winnie the Pooh. I don't like Winnie the Pooh. Do you know what my ex-boyfriend got me? I like I have no idea why he did, but it was Christmas and I thought about it and I got him a really good gift. So it was like a little keyring camera, digital camera. Oh, that's pretty you good. Put on your keyring. This was years ago, so it was quite expensive. And he got me a Winnie the Pooh giant teddy bear, that's and I've never ever said to him I like Winnie the Pooh. How big was this? It was really big. It was. Half the size of me. It's like an eight-year-old child. Maybe. And I had to do that fake. Oh, oh I love this. Oh. Oh. Then we broke up and I just put it in the wheelie bin. Did you leave its head sticking out there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Did you stabbed Winnie the Pooh before that? I hated Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, I don't get that. It's a very strange gift to get a grown-up. Yeah. Unless it's well, ethical. 17. That's still weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very random gift. Yeah, I've never got a stuffed toy the size of an eight-year-old ever in my life, actually. I've never wanted one. I know what to get you for Christmas now, though. <laughs> Don't get me yeah. anything, Winnie the Pooh. I'm gonna. I'm gonna burn it in front of your face. Or something fox-based, should I? Or oh this year you into unicorns, are you? What, what trendy animal are you into this year? Rainbows. Rainbows? What's gonna be next? That's what I always think. What is gonna be next? <laughs> Who knows? Let's have a bet.
Or is. something, some kind of albino-based animal. Albinos is really in, isn't oh, it? Oh, alpacas. Being, alpacas have got nothing to do with albinos. You know what <laughs> albinos are? There's albino of everything. You can get everything albino. I love Made in Chelsea. <clears throat> and every Monday night, when Made in Chelsea's on, I don't watch it. I save it for Tuesday morning. So when I wake up, first thing Tuesday morning... Oh, you're all excited like Christmas. Like Christmas, and I slap that bad boy on my phone and I use up all my internet data watching it oh. because I love it. Yeah. But I don't care because I love it. But what I found surprising, really surprising, having to re-watch it, which I've, I've probably re-watched it before, if I'm honest, when it's run out and I've got kind of like... Isn't there like 13 seasons? There's 10 seasons. And I have rewatched lots of them when they run out, and I think, oh, I just need a little bit. And they're quite long. They are. They're about forty-five minutes, which is good. <clears throat> but when you have to watch it and make notes on it, <laughs> it really changes your perspective, and you think this is actually just really shit. You're taken away from the kind of like, let's all go to Dubai. Yes, let's. Oh uh, no! Don't spoil it for me. They don't cause... go to Dubai in this episode. They... Yeah, no, but I've never seen a Made in Chelsea. You've never, I've seen, never seen it. it. <gasps> Why? I don't know. I just uh, I saw it advertised on TV and I thought that's nothing like the hills. No. Can't believe they're doing that. It looked like really like too set up for me. So I was I just didn't watch it. I just watched the hills and Laguna Beach and oh, I didn't the like city. Mm. Oh, was like that when American... Whitney Whitney goes and gets a job? Whitney. Yes, yeah, she goes to the city in New York. That wasn't very good though. I enjoyed I love the fact it's English. I love the fact they're toffs. I love the fact they're so ostentatious. It's such bullshit where none of them seem to have jobs. Yeah. Even in the beginning. Or just made up jobs. Yeah, kind of like I'm a jewellery designer. Oh, I'm a blogger. Yeah, I'm a blogger. Fuck off, mate. <laughs> and it's just like, God's sake. And they all have flats. It's like, I have a business and I don't have a flat. It's yeah. just absolutely... And, but they don't even have a flat. They have like a flat with a roof terrace in Chelsea. And they'll say things like, what are you doing this weekend? Or, I feel a bit down. Let's all go to... Ibiza, because I don't say Ibiza. You're spoiling it again. They go all over the world, Do they, Rose. I don't know the this next, yet. It says, when we watched the first episode, at the end of it, it said next time it yeah, cut to them skiing. <laughs> skiing? I've never skied. When they were in the club, he, uh, she said, oh, he's just been mind diving. Yeah. Like in... Yeah, he, he actually diamonds has... Diamonds for gold. Diamonds for gold. For gold. For diamonds, yeah. And, it, yeah, and he's having a painting painted of himself oh my god that scene when he's holding the globe and, and the you're pineapple. like what's he doing why is he talking to her on the phone while holding a globe and then it pans out and he's at work but having his own painting like being painted yeah and like he's holding up a pineapple and saying oh uh what do you think if i have this pineapple and he's joking but then he's like really serious about yeah, it yeah because the says, painter is like she's just you're a wetting herself idiot. Yeah. yeah give me my money you fucking yeah cock. give me my 40 grand that you paid me for this stupid Stupid-ed. painting yeah. that i'm not going to show anyone else i'm going to be really deeply embarrassed that i've done it but i've got i've sold 40. my soul yeah yeah but 40, 40 grand. grand what's with the globe why are we having a globe in the painting and years to come when uh People look back on this painting, it'll be, well, I think it'll be clear why I'm holding a globe. What do you think, the, the pineapple or the, or the globe? Um, I think both. I think what, like that? 
and I like it when he talks about how the pineapple is a symbol of wealth because you could travel and it was this exotic thing and then he went and then they got tinned and went really common <laughs> and you're just like Ugh. You know, they, they make a point about a lot of common things like oh they're massively top shop yeah what did i say about that that's mark francis guy mark francis he's called mark. i've got a note on mark top francis shop is a turn off Big hair, turn on. Yes. What is your biggest turn on of someone and your biggest turn off? Top shop is definitely a turn off. Interesting. So high street fashion big is room. not allowed ever under any circumstances whatsoever. No. Okay. And big hair is a definite turn on. Are you flirting with me? But have you ever seen the film <laughs> Hannibal? But no, in that film, you only you see him a little bit normal, and then basically Hannibal Lecter given him loads of acid and then given him a mirror and then said to him, cut your face off. So he decides to cut his face off with a mirror and you just see this disgusting creature that's in a um, motorised vehicle and he wants to kill Hannibal. That's exactly what Mark Francis looks like. He looks like the version of Gary Oldman where he's had all his face cut off. That's exactly what he looks like. He makes me feel sick. <laughs> He's disgusting. He made me feel a little bit sick. He's like, a horrible... Like, how camp can you be? I'll take it to 11. He's disgusting. Fuck me, man. And like... where do you shop? Only in Paris and Milan. Fuck off. Yeah, he's an absolute Can you imagine scumbag. being on a plane with him for, like, seven hours? He'd have his own plane. Yeah, I've done everything on that, on that show. The Hills! Yeah. The Hills. I got completely obsessed with The Hills. I did as well. And I saw love watching it and I used to be really disappointed because it ended so quickly mm. and you'd have like six minutes worth of adverts it was on MTV and I think yeah I watched every episode of it see I was a latecomer I was one of those people that looked down on the hills Ooh. and looked down on that kind of thing because you thought you were better than the hills well I didn't think I was better I just thought I just wasn't into that type of thing it was really girly and I wasn't I wasn't girly yeah but I'm not girly yeah, I know, but I just... My friends were girly, and they were into it, and... Yeah, I know what you mean, it does colour things Yeah, a bit. they liked pop and stuff like that, and I was more into, like, alternative music and... Yeah. ...going to gigs and stuff. I just yeah. didn't have time for the hills. You were basically a hipster before hipsters existed. I wasn't a hipster. Before they existed, you yeah. was. But anyway, yeah, I got into it. Yeah, I liked it when it first came on. I remember watching the first episode... And I remember thinking, this is a crock of shit. <laughs> because it's just bullshit. It's just like, I'm going to move to LA. I'm going to get a job at Teen Vogue. Fuck off. Yeah, I'm going to go to fashion ridiculous. school. I'm going to get all of this. I'm going to have a convertible car. I'm not going to have to have a natural job while I earn money. I'm just going to do all this stuff and go out all the time. Yeah. And I was like, this is dangerous because it's telling people you can have this kind of life. When in reality... You go to school, if you're lucky, go to college. If you're really lucky, go to university and then get a job in Waitrose. Especially in America, like, they... Doesn't it cost a lot to go to uni and college? Yeah, it costs, like, thousands and thousands and thousands. And you their poverty... Be, yeah, you have to be privileged, don't you? In yes. order to get even a car for your birthday. Like, oh, you got yeah. a convertible. Yeah. Like, but there's, when the series go on, you see a thing of her and Heidi comes home and says, what are you doing to Lauren? And Lauren says, I'm compiling what I want for my birthday. And you look across and it's like this list of like <laughs> things like a Louis Vuitton handbag, Christian Louboutin shoes. And you think, 
you're going to give this whole list and you're going to get everything on this list, aren't you? Why have you not been raped in the valleys and left the bed? <laughs> That's what I think. Because rape happens there. Why has it not happened to them? Oh, yeah. my dude, soon. Back in touch wood, honestly. Mm. This is what... Watching these shows and writing about them makes you... You analyse them and you think, I know these are shit, but these are so shit and these people are so inhuman. They're repulsive, disgusting things. And you just wish death upon them. That's what I realised. At one stage, I just got up and went, fuck you, and went to the garden and had a cigarette to calm myself. So it basically starts off with Lauren. No, it starts off with the theme tune. Oh, yes. I keep on thinking it's the song from a... I don't want to wait for this night to be... It's Dawson Creek, though. Yeah. I hated Dawson Creek. I did as well, actually. So confusing. Yeah, it was. It's a stupid language. And it wasn't believable either. And not even, like, stupid. It was just, fuck off. I've got it in my phone. Is it your ringtone? (laughs) (laughs) That'd be awesome. You should do that as your ringtone. The blank page before you open up the very window and some illuminates the squares that you can up and reach you and stop it in the distance so close you can almost taste it release your inhibition oh, oh. oh. yeah So that's how it starts off with that killer thing tune. It is killer. It is. Do you know what? It is. Yeah. And you texted me last night and said, (laughs) well, you actually wrote down the lyrics and then went, I still didn't know it. No, I wrote down the lyrics, like not even, because it was the start of it and it went on for two seconds. I was like, I know the lyrics before it's even begun. That's how how many times I've watched this. Yes. And you texted me that. I looked at it and I thought, who are you? <laughs> and then I text you back, homo. <laughs> and then... And the next day... I watched it, singing along, word for word, <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. So it starts off with the theme tune, and then she decides that she's moving to LA and she leaves her giant house mansion, gets into a convertible... It's her parents, though. ..who have a mansion. Hi, I'm Lauren. I grew up in Laguna Beach, a small town with big drama. But now, it's time for me to move on. I got an apartment with my good friend Heidi, I'm going to fashion school, and I scored an interview for a killer internship with Team Vogue. This is my chance to make it all happen, in the one city where they say dreams come true. The interview, I thought that was a bit weird, wasn't it? What, when she goes for an interview at Team Vogue? The fact that she had to get ready in ten minutes. Yep. That's a nightmare in itself. She looked good though. Did she? I don't know, bleached hair, well, just crap earrings. She wore a black dress and tell you what I liked is the fact that her dress was creased because she just moved to her apartment that's got a pool, obviously. Yeah. And she uh, ironed it with her hair straighteners. You know what? That scene made me realise I can use my straighteners to iron clothes. You're really Which... thick, aren't you? It's an iron for your hair, so why could you not iron your clothes with it? You know, I didn't really... You didn't think about it, did you? No, I didn't think about it, no. Have you done it since? The person I'm interviewing with has 
but... Well, she has an event tonight, and they just asked if I could go be there in 20 minutes. What? Well, what was funny about the Teen Vogue interview? Oh, it was funny because the woman asks, why Teen Vogue? Which is a good question, and she says... Because, I mean, I love Vogue. I've read Vogue for years, and I loved Teen Vogue because, like, that's, that's where I get ideas for... I mean, everything I do. And I like that, that it does have all the fashion and then, like, in everyone, they have, like, an issue that affects teens. Can you write? Can I? Yeah. You can. Good. Um, well, I enjoyed writing. Okay, I'm interviewing you. Mm. What is... What can you bring to the team? What job is it for? Staples. Oh, my God, that really boring stationery shop. Yeah. Don't say that in the interview. Oh, no, I wouldn't. I'd say... Um, Why do you want to work for Staples? I'm a big fan of The Office. Which office? The Office TV, TV show. show. Which one? The English one. I haven't seen the American one. Oh, you love the American one. Oh. So good. I'd say I'm passionate about organisation. Mmm, say so you've got OCD. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that diagnosed. usually gets you the job. Yeah, no, I'm diagnosed. I like arranging things. I like arranging things. And when I was a kid, I knelt on a group of five staples and got them in my knee. I've still got the scars, so I think. It's probably telling me what would happen in my future that I would end up working at staples. Mm, good answer. So, yeah. OK, what can you bring to the team? A passion. A passion for staples. A passion for staples, for serving the public. Mm -hmm. um, I'm a team player. I like being told what to do. And, and if you was a man, I'd say I'd wink. <laughs> implying something just a bit subtly that maybe you could fuck me that, you would get the job well Heidi is a dick that school interview was quite amazing yeah like is it Lauren it is Lauren Lauren yeah is the one who's got the internship yeah she was like really into it like I love fashion it's my world I can't wait to start like she's you know saying I'm really all determined. about yeah and then Heidi goes in what did she say? I'm I really never went to school. I never learned anything. I just went shopping. Okay. How would you characterize yourself as a high school student? I never learned anything. I never went to school. I never did anything. I just, like, went shopping and hung out, mm -hmm. going out, so... Have you looked at the curriculum? No. Have not looked at the curriculum? No. Well, let me ask you this. What do you... What are your goals? Well, I want to do PR. That's, like, my ultimate goal. I want to be, like, the fun party PR girl in L.A. type of thing. So um, that's kind of what I want to do. Kind of more like the party scene. Do you know the syllabus? No, I haven't looked at it. Yeah, and then they also said, what kind of things would you want to do? I really want to work in nightlife. <laughs> and they were like, well, you do know you can't just work in nightlife. Why can't you? I just want to throw a party. Yeah, and the teacher was like, you are a cunt. Yeah, she's like, she obviously... Can tell she shouldn't be doing it. She's a dick. But if you if you was one of the two characters, which one do you think you're most like, Lauren or Heidi? Obviously, I'm not going to say Heidi because she's a crazy bitch and she's horrible and she's a shit friend. She's a shit friend. She's really crap. I'd say I'm most like Heidi, if I'm honest. Really? Yeah, just useless. Just like swimming, <laughs> hanging out by a swimming pool and go, "This is my friend," and it's just like this scumbag. Audrey <laughs> turns up and it's like, "This is my friend." Audrey. Who is she? She's a dick. I don't know. Do you know what? I think I used to like her until she went now. out with that guy. No, like, I, I just used to like her for some reason. Really? I think it's because she was kind of more alternative. Like, well, she had she a didn't... tattoo and she was into gigs, wasn't she? Yeah. She wasn't that girly, she had dark hair. 
Yeah. No, I hated. I hated but her she had face. A shit personality. She was so boring. She was like yeah. vapid, and she had lots of cheek. Her cheeks were really pronounced. You know, I kind of liked her face. No, I don't like her face. I thought it was kind of. I like her teeth. I find the bit where um, Lauren gets this supposedly important job to guard the VIP area of this party. Oh my party. god, I put that in my notes. Ridiculous. Yeah. So she gets so this job stupid. like her first week of an internship that's really yeah. hard to get. Heidi, who's a bastard, is outside going, can you get us in? See, that is why she she's, evil. she's a shit friend. She is, because if that if you'd rung me up, I'd go, what the fuck are you doing? Of course I can't get you in. Yeah, this is my first week. Yeah, and then he gets her in, she has an argument and shouts in the place, and then they all hang out on the seats that she's meant to be guarding. But the thing is, Lauren's stupid because she sits with them mm -hmm. and she like she's talking to them, and obviously her, her bosses and her supervisors are coming up and saying, "What are you Who doing? Who are these people? Yeah. What are you doing? I'll talk to you on Monday." Yeah. She's like, oh no, no, go guys, you've got to leave. And she just wants Whitney to be comes over. Oh my god, did you get shouted at? That's did like literally her voice. You? Yeah, it's really soft. And yeah, that's her voice trapped in you. Yeah. Are you Whitney? I am Whitney inside. Don't die in a bathtub. Did she die in a bathtub? <laughs> no. <laughs> Whitney Houston. Oh. Died in a bathtub. Yeah. That's the best. That's the in their first day of the job, there was yeah. those two people came around and went... The stylist, and she yeah. said, let's make you more teen Vogue, <laughs> and we want to see, we want to show you better. And then they put, like, an awful denim jacket on, and then she, Whitney had a actually really nice belt on, and they put this horrible, like, wicker belt on. Yeah. And it was like, that's so much better, and you're just like, what am I, a and whore? It was massive on her. Yeah, skinny little thing. Fashion editors, and want to have her, you know, check out your ensembles because we always want to look our best for Lisa. Oh, I just feel like maybe just something to cover your shoulders a little bit, maybe. So obviously the Teen Vogue style is all about the mix, which is why like a little jacket on top of this would really be ideal. I feel like maybe it's a little too matchy matchy. You've kind of done the Western look, and okay. why don't you give that a whirl? It's okay. just probably going to be a little bit big on you, but. Mm -hmm. Looks great. Good. You happy? Just more Teen Vogue. Yeah. No, that was yeah, that was really weird. To be honest, I kind of I didn't mind Lauren so much. You thought she's very diligent and it's probably gonna pay off, she's probably gonna be successful. Yeah, in the she knows what she wants to do, yeah. which I and she's, like, she's, she's already, willing to work harder. Yeah, and you think, well that's good, and you've already already got the foot up that you come from a rich family, but you're gonna try and actually do stuff. But then, she does make stupid mistakes. But she's young, she's 19, isn't she? Yeah. But she looks about 35. Yeah, she does. They both do. American girls do, though. 
I liked how there was a lifeguard on duty. Did you notice no. that? But when they're at their complex where they live? No, in the in the nightclub thing event. Really? Yeah. There was like a swimming pool, balls in it, and right at the end, she watched right at the end where the credits roll up, and that music plays, and there's a guy just sitting there, bored out of his mind. Oh, no. I wish I had. That would have... Yeah. I found it really hard to like Heidi. I found her like a train wreck, and you can imagine her doing gangbangs and drugs and being an yeah, absolute liability to know. Not knowing what she wants to do. I think that's it. I think she's just really stuck, like, oh, I should be doing something maybe, but I just want to have fun and go out every night, and she just wants to party. Yeah, and I think she falls in with that crowd who all turn up at Lauren's event and none of them actually give a shit. They all no, just sit on the they're chairs. They're very rude. Yeah, they're horrible people, and she seems to fit in quite well with them. So if you knew her for a night out, she'd probably be fun, but you'd probably be laughing at her. And then she'd invite you out again. You think, oh no, I can't face that. Yeah, I think she's too hard work. She would be an absolute nightmare because she'd be like, I'm going home now at five in the morning. She'd be like, let's just go one more place. And you'd be like, no. Yeah, I think she would use you. Yeah, she'd be a user, and yeah. she would dis yeah, she'd disregard your feelings. Yeah. She'd be the kind of person that'd sleep with your boyfriend. Doesn't she actually do that? Because they fall no, out. No, I don't. No, but she doesn't sleep with her boyfriend. I think it's. We'll get to that. Yeah, we? we will get to that. Yeah. Okay. So this is a maybe a slightly shorter podcast because obviously it's the first episode, so we don't have too much to go on. Yeah, but it's been fun. So Rose, what would you think? Do you prefer if you'd never seen The Hills before, and you'd never seen Made in Chelsea, and going on just the first episode of both? Which one would you, if you could only pick one to come and watch, and which one would it be? I think it would be Made in Chelsea. Oh, I'm going to say it. Because The Hills' first episode, I think it's just introducing all the characters and it's a bit slow. Not a lot really happens. And I think Made in Chelsea's more funnier. Yeah, I would say the same. I suppose if Made in Chelsea, they've got a bigger cast. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah. But yeah. But that did get confusing for me with with the names. I know it, the names kept coming up, but I was just like, okay, they look the same. Like, I thought Kagi and Millie looked the same, so I couldn't tell them apart. And then, like, the whole Spencer and the other dude, I didn't understand what was going on. It was really hard to concentrate. Really? Yeah. Like, which one was interested in who? That was... And I kept getting mixed up with Kagi and Millie. Yeah, I don't see that at all, I'm mixing them up. Mm, yeah, Made in Chelsea is, yeah, I think is, is really good. But it's nice getting a different perspective. But the thing is, Made in Chelsea is kind of the ostentatious side of London, which is so untrue for the majority of us. And that's quite similar with the Hills, with them moving to LA and not having to worry about money and kind of doing all these things and going out all the time, which isn't true for... When you're 19, typically you're living at home. But the thing is, they come from really wealthy families. Yeah, but so do Made in Chelsea, so it's kind of... Yeah, so it makes sense for them. Uh, no, but it's quite similar. Yeah. To do with their lifestyles. It's quite similar, the hills and Made in Chelsea, their yeah, lifestyles are, are not that dissimilar. The whole nightclub thing.